Good morning and welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Chicago, Illinois on this beautiful autumn day. It is the feast day of St. Francis. It falls on a Sunday this year, October 4th. We are so glad that you are worshiping with us wherever you are, either in Chicago or across the country this morning. We use Zoom so that we can sense that we are part of a gathered community. If you're willing, we'd like you to turn on your camera now and to wave and greet one another, to scroll through the pages to remind us that we are not just one or two or three in our own living room or kitchen, but that we are truly the people of God gathered by technology this morning. Speaking of technology, technology we uh, using Zoom, it works best if you remain muted during the service other than the times that we ask you to unmute during the prayers or the sharing of the peace and then to remute yourself. There's also the option of the chat feature and that we'd like to suggest that about three times it would be great to use the chat feature right now to say good morning or this is the day the Lord has made or to give some other kind of greeting during the prayers where we mention particular people. And of course, today we remember both the President of the United States and other political leaders and all who are struggling and are ill this day. And then at the end of the service, a time through chat to send greetings and thanks for the service or for the participants. Finally, today there are two special things happening during our liturgy, the blessing of animals, which will take place at the end of the service, and I'll say a little bit more about that at the announcements, and uh, our celebration of Holy Communion online. If you have not prepared for communion or you won't be communing, there will be a blessing at that time. Now let us gather our thoughts, take a deep breath, and we will begin with our gathering hymn.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and also with you. Let us pray. Beloved God, from you all things come that are good. Lead us by the inspiration of your Spirit to know those things that are right, and by your merciful guidance, help us to do them. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Exodus. God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in a heaven above or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses the divine name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or male or female slave or ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, they were afraid and trembled and stood at a distance and said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid for God has come only to test you and to put the fear of God upon you so that you do not sin. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims its Maker's handiwork. One day tells its tale to another, and one night imparts knowledge to another. Although they have no words nor language, and their voices are not heard, their sound has gone out into all lands, and their message to the ends of the world, where God has pitched a tent for the sun. The statutes of the Lord are just, and rejoice It comes forth like a bridegroom out of his chamber. It rejoices like a champion to run its course. It goes forth from the uttermost edge of the heavens and runs about to the ends of it again. Nothing is hidden from its burning heat. The teaching of the Lord is perfect and revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the simple. The statutes of the Lord are just and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear and gives light to the eyes. The statutes of the Lord A reading from Philippines. Paul writes, If anyone else has reason to be confident in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this, or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus had made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind 
and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Jesus Christ. Word of God, word of life. Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenant seized his slaves and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his, his own son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? And they said to him, he will put those wretches to miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, have you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that produces the fruits of the kingdom. The one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard this parable, they realized that he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all. Amen. October 4th, the Feast of St. Francis. And two of the three books I have on Francis use the word fool in the title. So let's fool around a bit with the word fool. The court jester is an archetype in all cult cultures. Jester or fool comes from the Latin phallus, meaning a bag of wind or bellows. Now jesters say whatever comes to their minds, they don't control their impulses. They are professional fools, like a buffoon or like a clown. As one writer puts it, a joker in charge is very difficult to challenge. Allow him to rile you up and he wins. Laugh with him and you reinforce his nihilistic agenda. 
What seems most unbelievable is this foolery isn't mere entertainment or reality TV. It's real life these days. Our country is in a serious and perilous time. So now let's invert the meaning of fool. Let's go back eight centuries to the most beloved Christian saint, Francis of Assisi. Saint Francis is remembered as a jester, a jester who made a fool of himself because being a fool for God was the source of his joy and delight. There is even an icon of Francis portrayed, believe it or not, as a juggler. He juggles things of this world, so to speak, from socialite to beggar to friar. You see, Francis had an upside-down vision of life, reversing the values of this world. Oh, this is so much more radical than the demure image we have of Francis from our miniature garden statues. Francis embodied St. Paul's maxim, the foolishness of God is wiser than human folly. As one author puts it succinctly, St. Francis had a kind of ascetic frivolity, an ascetic frivolity, a playful seriousness, a gentleman of intense action, always revealing the twirling, juggling paradox that in giving one receives, and that in everything, creation is unified. It's a, maybe a fool's errand, but I'm going to try to interpret today's assigned lectionary text for this Green Sunday in light of the feast for Francis and care for creation. Maybe just being outside will help us to see these texts in new ways. First, the Ten Commandments. Now, we don't think of this through the lens of Francis and creation, the care for creation. But remember, the Ten Commandments are about love for God and neighbor. Remember that Francis addressed brother wind and air, sister moon and stars. I was delighted to find a Lutheran website about care for creation that did talk about the Ten Commandments. Here are a few examples. Honor your father and mother. How would we treat the earth differently if we honored her as our mother? You shall not murder. Some are calling climate change the sixth great extinction, greater than what killed the dinosaurs. You shall not steal. If all the inhabitants of the earth consumed like we do in this country, we would need the resources of four planets to sustain us. And finally, you shall not covet. Think of, think of the habitats creatures need to survive and what it means when we live as if the entire planet is here only for us, for our needs. <laughs> One Benedictine author holds up the post-enlightenment view, the worldview that sees creatures of the earth as things, rather than as beings intimately involved in the unfolding, I love this, of our mutual salvation. 
Not remembering that our destinies are intertwined with all creation has helped shape the ecological disaster that we now face. And that leads to a difficult gospel. We're not going to unpack it all. That'd be way too much work on this fun Francis feast. It would be foolish, though, to infer that the parable of the wicked tenets is about the environment. The story indicts the foolish and corrupt behavior of the religious leaders of Jesus' day, condemning their obsession with power and with privilege. Yet as one insightful author suggests, at the heart of the parable is a problem. The tenants don't seem to get that they're not the owners of the vineyard. It's our problem too. We think that everything belongs to us, all the resources of the earth. We forget that we own nothing on this planet. Everything is a gift for us to steward. So Francis' love for creation and how we apply that today is about so much more than blessing pets, even though we love to do that. It's a call to see that we are intimately connected with creation, with sky, with earth, with sea, with wind, with all creatures, especially those becoming extinct. And one final reading. Paul's words about garbage and rubbish. Gosh, how do we hear that in light of pollution? Sounds foolish to many modern ears, I'm sure. The loss of all things is compared to garbage when Paul compares it to sharing in Jesus' death and resurrection. But even in nature, even in nature, there's dying and there's rising. Autumn leaves fall, they die, they decay, and then new life comes in the spring. Francis received the stigmata, the wounds of Christ, as a sign of his crucified and risen Lord. Baptized into Christ, we too leave the past behind as we strive forward for what is still to come. Another Francis, the current Pope, penned an encyclical on care for the earth. He reminds us that the purpose of other creatures is not to be found in us. Rather, the destiny of all creatures, all creatures, including us, is God. A transcendent fullness where the risen Christ embraces and illumines all things. So let's be fools. Let's be fools in this community. Foolish enough to trust that God is making a new creation out of chaos and waste. Foolish enough to be countercultural. Foolish enough to find joy even when it looks like everything is falling apart. God's mercy is foolish, you could say. Despite our fickle foolishness, God is forever faithful. May God give us grace to heed these words of a Franciscan blessing. May God bless you with enough foolishness to believe that you can make a difference in this world. Amen.
St. Francis cared fervently for the church, the earth and its animals, peace and the poor. Now let us pray for these concerns. God most high, we pray for the church, for our bishop, for our pastors and deacons, and our congregation council, for the ministry of Pope Francis, for the work of Franciscan friars and sisters, and for churches that are struggling with few resources. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the earth and its animals, for farmlands, for animals whose habitat is threatened, for livestock, for all the animals that we raise for human use, for service animals, and for our dear pets. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for peace between nations, in our cities, among political rivals. Through our coming election, between generations, between longtime citizens and new immigrants. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are poor, for those who are unemployed, for migrants, for those who are marginalized by prejudice, for orphans, for school children with no digital access. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all who are suffering, for those who are laid low by the coronavirus, for those living with anxiety, for those whose sorrow is known only to you, especially those we name in the chat feature now or by unmuting. God, in your mercy. We pray finally for this community of faith. Strengthen our faith in Christ, that we may become instruments of your peace, sowing your gifts of love, joy, pardon, and hope. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We praise you, God, most high, for all the faithful who have gone before us into the fullness of your life especially Blessed Mary, Francis of Assisi, and the Lutheran pastors, Theodor Fleidner and Henry Melchior and Muhlenberg, that at our end, we will join with them in unending praise. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Enfold in your loving arms all for whom we pray as we trust in your salvation through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We invite you now to turn on gallery view. The peace of Christ be with you always. And all with, with you. With you. Peace. 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 With you. Peace. 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 St. Francis Day. Peace. Peace. Peace to you. Peace. Peace. Peace.
On this St. Francis Day, on this joyful day that we bless pets, this is what will happen at the end of the service. Right after communion, we invite you to gather up your pets, and especially those cats who don't often come to church. It's usually a blessing of dogs day. So gather up your cats and bring them close so that they can appear on camera right at the end of the service. And then right after the uh, dismissal, we will actually go into uh, three breakout rooms where you can introduce your pet and we will be having some individual blessings. A reminder that next Sunday, there will be communion offered in person at church for a small group, up to 15 or 20, and that will be at 11.15, and you can sign up online for that. We're also very excited to announce that our own Bishop Yahil Curry will be preaching both at the 5 p.m. HD Loop service and next Sunday at 9.30, and there will be a question and answer time with him following the liturgy. Right after the service, I will be hurrying over to Lakeview Lutheran Church to preach there as I will complete my um, circuit writing preacher for congregations. And we'll be, you'll be hearing from the other pastors in the next nine months. And speaking of that, we're getting to know the other Lutheran churches. We're calling this the Lakeview Lutheran Parish. And we hope that you can join with us on Thursday. October 15th, the third Thursday of the month, to learn more about the other ELCA congregations and what's up with this new collaboration, LLP. Finally, as always, thank you for your continued support of the ministries here. The doors may usually be closed, but ministry continues, and we thank you for your offerings to the general fund, the ways that you support our loose offering fund, and also the Elvina Moan Fund that assists people who are in need. So whether you give online or you send in checks to the church, we are most indeed thankful.
So with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, in your love, you created us in your image and made us stewards of the animals that live in the skies, the earth, and the sea. Bless us in our care for our pets and animals. Help us to recognize your power and wisdom in the variety of creatures that live in our world. And hear our prayer for all that suffer overwork hunger and ill treatment as we celebrate saint francis and his love for all creation protect your creatures and guard them from evil now and forever amen and now may the blessing of the god of sarah and abraham and of jesus christ born of our sister mary and the holy spirit who broods over the world as a mother over her children be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Go out into the world in peace. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. <laughs>